This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. The home of fucking Jesus himself, dude. Well, maybe not, but welcome back to the Sunday service. As always, I got my dog. My dog in the house. Taylor Coffey, what's happening, bro? Ah, uh, nothing much, man. Fucking, how are you? How are you doing? Fucking ripping and a tearing, dude. We've had a fucking few good weeks of comedy, so. Yeah, we have, man. We have. Did the Cessnock gig last week that we uh, that we spoke about? Yep, that fucking ripped. How good is it when you get a green room, bro? Dude, having, that's what you do comedy for. That's what you do comedy for, dude, so that you can have a separate room from you and the general public and you get to just chat shit and have a bucket of ice and beers brought in and you just feel like you're actually fucking doing something in this fucking business, dude. Oh, because the business can suck you in and make you feel like a fucking nobody sometimes. I want no part of it and to be successful in it at the exact same time. It's a very odd thing for me to try and wrap my head around this whole show business thing. I was talking to my dad in the week and I was like, comedy for me has been my biggest blessing and my greatest curse. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, it makes, like when you start getting paid for comedy and like making good money for doing it, mm-hmm. then it makes every other job impossible to go to and just like function like a normal human and be like, okay, I'll just run some sales numbers or I'll mm. just fucking cook some food or make some coffees. It's so hard. And I said yeah. to dad. I guess I'll call the guy because the printer's showing that weird line on the pages I'm printing again. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I guess I'll make sure we have the right copy paper. I was saying to the old boy, I was like, it's kind of like trying to be a comedian is like getting dropped off at a forest and you've got a machete and a wet stone and there's just a guide and he's just like, in there's the promised land. I'm like, which way? And he's just like, You'll just start finding it, man. Just start hacking your way down. And you either find the promised land or you end up 49 and you've been doing comedy for fucking 15, 16 years. Yeah. You're a local like opener or feature for a, for a headliner that's twice your, sorry, half your age. Yeah. It's fucking, it's crazy, dude. But it's when, nuts. When you get fucking gigs like... Because the funny thing is, Cessnock, for uh, our international listeners, is like a bit of a rural town. So it doesn't really strike too much excitement when you hear that you're getting to go there. But then when you go there, you realise that they are just about ripping and tearing and will laugh at literally anything. Oh, shit, Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. I thought hurricane season was over, dude. It is blowing a gale here in Newcastle. Literally blown the fucking door off the studio here. Oh, my God, dude. We'll have to pause this. We'll come straight back. That was wild, dude. Dude, we're back, dude. We're back. We almost, uh, Taylor almost got sucked out in a vortex, dude. I almost got fucking, I was almost like that scene in Twister where you have to like jump and hold me and I'm like getting fucking <laughs> <laughs> taken by the tornado and you're like, no, and I'm like flying in the air, dude. That was almost what it was like. What a fucking, dude, wind is by far the shittest weather. Oh, wind can be. I fucking hate wind. Can be an absolute cunt. But I think like any extreme weather is just fucked. If it's too hot, you're like, this is fucked. If it's too cold, you're like, this is fucked. Yeah, but this, the thing is, about, the thing about wind is that it changes any type of weather into bad weather. And any type of thing that you're doing is now fucked 
if it's fucking windy, except for wind-based activities. So if you like fucking kite surfing, then Dude. wind is sick. If you like fucking flying kites, almost if you like it, hey, if you like anything to do with some type of kite apparatus, yeah, then you fucking love You're the wind, about dude. the wind. But I was like, there's a footy oval across the road from my house, and I fucking, as I was leaving, dude, they were trying to play a game of footy, dude. And I was like, fucking poor cunts, dude. Yeah. I f- Playing foot, trying to play footy in the wind is so fucked. And these cunts were playing rugby league, so, and they were like having trouble with it. And I was like, fucking hell, cunt. And then I drove up past, I drove past fucking number one sports ground, dude. And the the footy field. And they were playing a game at AFL. And I was just sitting there going like, cunt. Yeah, good luck, So fucking, you can kind of get away with playing rugby in the wind, but it just makes it more difficult. The whole game is fucked in AFL. Yeah, dude, you're putting a ball up, you're kicking it, and you've got no idea where it's going to end up. The whole game is fucked, dude. Yeah, you end up fucking having teams kicking scores of like fucking five goals, 15 behinds. (laughs) No one can fucking kick straight. It's fucked up, dude. Dude, that's fucking sick. Yeah, it sucks. Um, and last night, dude. Yeah, last night. Dude, I tell you what's I tell you what's crazy. What? Matty B came up to me afterwards and he's like, dude, this was an entire local showcase. Mm. And everyone just throbbed. Everyone throbbed. It was just throbbers top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And how fucking good is it when the throb the throb station comes out and it's just like, dude, Friday night crowd. Everyone's ready for it. They're like, fuck work, man. Yep. We've got 48 hours, shit cunt free. We're starting fucking right now. And there's nothing like turning one on on a Friday night, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, because, and like we've said before, like Friday nights can be a tricky one because it can be people who are zapped and just want it to be over and they think that they wanted to come out and get the weekend started, but they they actually don't yet and they just want to fucking go. And then sometimes... Luckily tonight was fuck. I mean, last night was one of those nights where you just get a crowd full of people who are like, "The weekend starts now." Yeah, the weekend fucking starts now, dude. And they were loving it, dude. Loving it, dude. Just like yeah, fucking. Just you could sit all in the local, all Newcastle fucking showcase, dude. We have, dude. We have good comedians. Yeah, dude. We have good comedians here, and like. The good thing about last night as well is you could really sit in the pocket and let the laughs roll on mm-hmm. certain ones. Yeah. And it's so good to do that because you're like, you know, if you've got if you've got a bank of material and you're not exactly sure what you're going to do, being able to just sit in the pocket and let the laugh roll and then be like, all right, I'll hit them with this one now. Yeah. Where yeah. like if, you know, have you had those crowds where the laugh explodes and then just drops like instantly and you're yeah like, what yeah the fuck this you feel weird. like you're getting a prank pulled on you yeah because you're like this is everyone's joking or something yeah everyone's yeah because you're making fun laugh. of me by doing that yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you're making fun of me by laughing at my joke like really hard and abrupt and then stopping yeah that's like that you're taking the piss yeah you're fucking taking the piss out of me cunt like yeah you're, you're the comedian in the room here yeah and I'm i don't just like fucking, that dude i don't like that I'm, dude this is I the already Truman wig show. out enough i'm already too much of a fucking wigger outer that i fucking can't fucking when they're doing that shit to me i start halfway through my set i'm having a conversation with myself yeah dude and you're just like it because the crazy thing is when that happens you feel like you're bombing and then yeah. like and then he's just like they're laughing but then it just stops and you're like what the fuck and they're like, yeah, yeah, right, next bit. Like, it must have been funny, but I guess not that funny. They're like little cokeheads where they're just like, oh, that was a good line. Can I have another line? Yeah, they're just waiting for the Oh, can I have line. another line? And you're like, fuck, dude, settle down. We've only got one bag. 
We can't, <laughs> we can't finish it. We can't give it out in 20 minutes, dude. But, mate, yeah. as, as every episode, what we need to do is we need to have a beverage. Yeah, we do. Let the good folk out there know what it is that we're drinking. So without further ado, let's fucking get into this, son. And if that doesn't get your dick fucking hard, I don't know what will. And this week, we are going with the Suit Up Cold Black IPA from 7th Day Brewery. And uh, this is, I believe it's a 1.8 standard beverage. It's uh, been, it's won some awards in the uh, Gabs Festival, which is a national festival here in Australia. And you have done it an absolute Disgraceful disrespect with your paw into right, that that's, cup today, dude. There's a there's a solid amount of head on there. That's good. Yours is looking a little bit better. I that's did, I about did get excited. Three inches of head. Yeah, dude. That's about your dick's worth of head, dude. That's fucking at least <laughs> twice the size of my dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, anyway, cut. Cheers, mate. Let's fucking go. This is this is a. I'm excited, boys. Mm. What do you think, Taylor? I don't know. You don't know. Wow. I don't know, dude. Because you look at it, right? I don't know what I'm fucking supposed to be tasting, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know how, like, you know if a beer's good because you kind of know what it, what you're supposed to be tasting? Yeah. I'm just drinking. Okay. Well, this is... So, IPA is an Indian pale ale, and typically, it ain't black. Now, I don't know what they did to make it black, but the part where it's called cold, uh, the cold IPA, is a part of the process where... And I'm talking completely out of my ass here, but there's, like... There's some form of cold press brewing going on here. Right. And it's like, it's, I think it's brewed at a lower temperature than what it usually would be. And that's why they're called cold IPAs. And if there's anyone that actually brews and is listening out there, he might be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. But Yeah, well, you don't have a podcast, do you? <laughs> so <laughs> fucking shut now? up, cunt. <laughs> so, some cunt so goes shut and your starts, mouth, dude. Some cunt goes and starts a podcast just to spite us. Um. Mate, exciting news during the week. So, our uh, one of our big dogs overseas, uh, one young disciple named Chase, who you may know. Oh, the man, the man, dude. So he's chatting to chatting to me, and he goes, um, "I heard the part where last week you were talking about having to get new jingles for your podcast." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, man." Uh, and really, unfortunately, we have to part. Where, don't, can She's, you not? Yeah, sorry, audibly <laughs> like that. <laughs> That I've hey, had everyone, dude, everyone. That's the last of my burps that you're going to hear on the podcast. So keep it in. Yeah, dude. Or just do a silent one and blow like away from the fucking microphone. Because I've had numerous people just been like, "Dude, I counted that cunt burped forty three times on an episode." And I was like, <laughs> okay. "That's not true, dude." <laughs> 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 fucking hell. Maybe those numbers are inflated, but fuck, I don't, I don't think so. But anyway, so um. Our mate Chase was like, oh, it's really, uh, it it really sucks that you have to get rid of the VB theme song because he even loves the theme song. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's just bullshit. But, you know, big corporations, you can't really take their shit. No, they, hey, they don't like that. So Chase went, 
well, let me do a little bit of research and for the boys. He emails uh, Asahi Brewing Asahi. Co, who, who is the owner of uh, Carlton United Breweries here in Australia. He goes, hello, my name is Chase. I have a question slash request. A friend of mine has a podcast down in Newcastle. On just about every episode, he talks about how the VB theme song is one of his favorites. He's wanting to film the podcast and upload it to YouTube and wants to play the theme song whilst doing a segment called The Beer Breakdown. However, we are worried about copyright claims and don't want to use the music without rights. So my question, would I be able to pay you for permission for him to play the song on his podcast? If so, could we please do so? Uh, thank you for your time, and I hope to hear back from you. Sincerely, Chase. So, like, hey, what a lovely email. Yeah, that he's very professional, that he's these very guys. cordial. Now, look, dude, you send fucking... You might send your favourite footy player a DM when he rips and tears and you're like, you're the fucking man and you know that he probably won't see it. Or if he does see it, he's like, I'm not going to reply to this random fat dude from Newcastle. But yep. Asahi says, dear Chase, thank you for the email. Confirming that we are comfortable for you to play and use the VB anthem without any form of payment. We appreciate the support of the brand. Regards, Maria. Fucking let's go, baby! Yeah. We got this song. We've got it, dude. We got it, dude. This is. Oh. And does that make me want to drink v, like VB for life oh. now, dude? Get the fuck around him, dude. Oh, bruh. Oh, that's so sick. Oh, dude. That's fucking sick. So thank you, Chase, for for reaching out and um and doing that for the boys. We yeah, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you, Dog. Um, want to kind of jump back to last night's show because something happened during last night's show that in five years of doing comedy and watching comedy at clubs across the world, including Comedy Mothership, I have never seen someone hit a punchline. And just get 45 seconds of laughter to the point where, like, he's trying to close the show. Yeah. And I uh, close his set and walk off. And then by the time the MC gets up there, they're still laughing at his bit. Mm-hmm. How fucking good is, how good is Ben McClenny, dude, dude? Benny McClenny, dude. Absolutely fucking tore the roof off the joint last night, dude. Fuck. Man. He fucking crushed. That was the best set I've ever seen him do. Yeah, he killed it, Unreal, dude. dude. Absolutely fucking unreal, man. And just the way he just eased himself through effortlessly his set, which is not easy shit to be doing, dude. Like, when you, like, in isolation, you look at the jokes that he's doing, the subjects that he's doing them on. It's not a fucking cakewalk. No, it's not a fucking stroll through the park, dude. He's swinging, dude. He's fucking swinging, dude. And there's a massive chance of big swing, no ding. Oh, but it was we've just, seen we've seen him who big swing, no dings. I've seen I've seen many people try a big swing, no ding. And last night it was just haymaker after haymaker. It was just and then homer, the f- homer, 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 yeah. dude. And then the final one was the fucking bases loaded. Grand Slam fucking walk off and just everyone's yeah. just like, holy Boys, shit. get on me fucking back. I'm taking you there. Yeah, dude. Like, and he fucking did, dude. You want to go to the promised land? Get on my back, dude. 
And thankfully, he's got a broad back that he could carry a lot of us on there. Yeah, Although yeah, he's got a bit, bit of room on there. Everyone throbbed fucking hard, and then he was just like, hold my beer, cunts, watch this. Yeah. So uh, we we love Benny McLennan, and guys, I reckon you would love him as well. He's a comedian that is doing a lot for the Newcastle scene, and he's really going out there, and he's trying to make a name for himself by running rooms uh, in in kind of rural places and taking that entertainment to him. So if you're a fan of Taylor and myself, jump onto my Instagram, have a look through my friends and just type in Ben McLennan comedy and McLennan spelt M-C-L-E-N-N-A-N. Give that guy a follow. He's a fucking absolute throbber. Check out his YouTube stuff too. He started a YouTube. So get around Benny because we fucking love him. And uh, mate, excited to see where that fella can go. Yeah, definitely, dude. What a fucking night last night, dude. It was just fucking so sick. So much fun. Now. <sighs> what? Dude, we should probably talk about it, man, because it's been the fucking talk of the country pretty much all week. And it's the Aussies v. Pommies. Ashes debacle. Debacle. Now. I'm keen to get your thoughts on the entire thing, and then I'll give mine. Well, in basic summary, the Poms are fucking losers. <laughs> well, then I guess we don't have to wait, do we? Yeah, no. I guess we don't have to wait. Let's fucking talk about it. Hey, dude, England's fucking gay. It is. Dude, England's actually so fucking gay, dude. Your weather They're sucks. The gayest cunts there. Weather sucks. Your food sucks. Your pasty white. Your pasty white, Your dude. Your teeth is warm, sucks, cunt. bro. Your teeth is fucked. You got teeth like burnt corn, cunts. Shit, like you said, shit beer. Warm beer. Who wants to drink room temperature beer, cunt? Bro, let me tell you something too. The percentage of women of your women that is actually hot... Significantly lower than a lot of other nations. Very low. Very fucking low, dude. We're talking maybe a f- 10 to 15% of English women are actually attractive. And they sent us here thinking like, oh, get rid of the convicts. And then we've come to a tropical island. Yeah, and just pretty became much. <laughs> maybe the sickest cunts ever, dude. Might be. We're up there. We're fucking, definitely top three. Dude, you go anywhere in the world, with the exception of a few places, and they meet an Australian, they are so happy that they meet an Australian. Oh, for sure, dude. Our Our... Worldwide PR is pretty fucking elite. Dude, if you want to feel like a superstar, just go to fucking a rural town in America. Yeah. We'll go see Chase in Missouri and we'll just fucking maraud through the streets. We'll be paraded, dude. Absolutely. Carried around on chairs and shit. So for the international listeners, uh, what's happened with the cricket is there's been a little bit of controversy in a way that these Aussie boys have taken a wicket. And what they've done is... One of the bats, batters, Johnny Bairstow, for the English cricket team, has left his crease. He's walked out of his crease and he's gone to walk down and inspect the pitch and like kind of flick some shit off the pitch. And the umpire hasn't called over. Yeah. So basically... The ball is still live. The ball's still live. It's only been in one fielder's hands, which is the wicket keeper. It hasn't been passed around. It hasn't been stopped and he hasn't thrown it around in his gloves. It's hit the gloves and has been released within 0.8 seconds or something, right? Less than a second. He, yeah, and he's just he's thrown it. It's hit the stumps. The guy's technically out of his crease and he's out. And they're that's like, out. oh, that's not in the spirit of the game. That was fucked, blah, blah, blah. Having a massive whinge. Yeah, they whinge about it, dude. And here's the thing. This is one thing that where cricket, it had me. Cricket had me. 
because I played it and I liked it and I liked watching it. But cricket, it lost me, dude. It lost me. And a big part of losing me is this whole spirit of the game fucking bullshit, dude. Before you started talking about cricket, I wrongfully assumed that you'd just be one of those cunts that's like, I fucking hate cricket. I fucking cricket's fucked. I just thought that that would be the type of person you are. Yeah, understandably, but I, I played it. And, you know, and I've watched it and stuff like that. And it's just lost me. Like, I, I'm not, like, really that big of a fan Dude, of after the era of, um, like, Warney, the War Brothers, Glenn McGrath, Andrew Simons and stuff. Yeah. I started to not dip away from it. Like, I still watch it, like, every summer when it's on. But I'm not getting up at three in the morning or staying up till midnight to watch the game. But no, no, no. I, I reckon I could comfortably say when Ricky Ponting retired, I was out. Okay. Yeah, punter, great man. When punter was out, I was out. <clears throat> and um dude, it's just fucking it's so fucking hilarious that like members, like in the members lounge where you're supposed to act like a distinguished gentleman because this is the yeah. thing about cricket. They call it the gentleman's game. And if you I went to the SCG a few years ago with one of my mates who loves cricket. So we're like, "Bro, for your birthday, we're going to go watch a test match. We'll sink some beers." Australia has this really sneaky thing that they've done where... What do they do? At the cricket, everything is mid-strength. You can't get, like, full-strength beer no. because it's you're sitting there for fucking hours and days on end just sinking piss. So yeah, they can't have you get It's too a public drunk. health issue. But in the members' lounge, if you pay that little bit of extra dosh and you dress nice, then you can mm. get some full-strength beers. So in Australia, it's kind of like we... We're acting like distinguished gentlemen because we're dressed up nice and stuff, but we're getting full strength beer. Yeah, but we're sinking full strength piss, and we're getting at a sporting event, and we're getting carried away, <laughs> right? So it's all a forgaze. That's what it is. Over in England, these fucking members, so these people that have paid high price tickets, are watching the Australian cricket team about to come back down onto the oval, and they're booing them, but then they're hissing at them. They're like, Hiss. yeah. They're disgusting people over there. If you're hissing at someone, that is the gayest kind of insult you can do. I already draw the line way before even booing. Like, I'm of the personal opinion that I think any booing at any type of sporting event is embarrassing and disgusting, and I would never be caught do- I would never be caught doing it in public. Bit of a low-T move, you reckon? I, I reckon it's so fucking gay, bro, to be at a sporting event, just being like this. Bro, imagine you're a kid. And you're there at the footy, dude. And your dad takes you to the footy, right? And then something happens and you're a little kid. And you're standing there and your dad, five or six beers deep, right, is standing up out of his seat. Boo! Boo! Yeah. Dude, I would rather fucking kill myself than ever, (laughs) ever see anyone. Make eye contact with me after I've booed, dude. If you boo, you should, if you get the chance, you should seriously consider ending your life. I tell you what we need to do. We need to go to a live UFC um, in Australia next time they come because what you don't realise is Australian UFC crowds are fucking hilarious, man. I can imagine. So there's not really like booing or anything goes on, but everyone's just getting really drunk and then like it'll be like quiet and someone will just yell something completely random like, Grab him by the dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, F- 
fuck his face. <laughs> dude. Or is this like... Uh, Grab his dick and twist it. Yeah, dude, like you see two guys doing jujitsu on the ground. It's like, when are you going to start penetrating? Like, it's so funny, dude, that only Australian crowds, like, do stupid shit like that. Penetrate him. It's so good. Yeah, but that whole, this whole, yeah. So, like, that's where cricket lost me, dude, is people talk about... Cricket's, like, the only sport in the world where there's, like, the rules of the game that you have to follow... But then you also have to follow this like other set of imaginary rules that aren't written down anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, because it's a gentleman's game. Because it's like it's a. That's I'm always just like, you, you guys make the rules. So if there's something that you don't like people doing, just change the rules. Just make it that illegal now. You can't do that. You can't man cave. You can't fucking stump people when they're out of their crease or whatever the fuck you're trying to prove now. Like this whole. Spirit of the game shit is fucking stupid, bro. The spirit of the game is following the rules to win. Yeah, dude. So what the fuck are you gay, whiny little fucking English dorks talking about? Oh, it's just not in the spirit of the game, mate. We'd never get G- caught dead doing anything mate, like that. given the opportunity, given the opportunity, if that was, if that was, if that was me, for, for me to take a wicket? Oh no, I wouldn't do it. I you do- hey, bro, you tried to actually do it not that long ago and it was televised, dude, because you you represent your country in a fucking worldwide sport. Yeah, you represent your country in an international so sport, bro. All of the things that you do are filmed and you were filmed doing just that. You did the exact same thing 3 days ago. It didn't work, and then when someone does it to you, you're like, ah, it's not in the spirit of the game. As a matter of fact, we're not going to have beers with him after this. We're not going to go not have, gonna have any fucking beers with him. Uh, we're not going to go over and give him some of our warmest slabs, you know? We're just not going to do that because it's not in the spirit of the game. Dude, England have done plenty of this shit. Dude. They ran out a guy, uh, an Indian player. You know Mullery? Yeah, when they he was were, celebrating they, 100. Yeah, his mate got 100. Yeah. So he like goes to be like, yeah, fucking well done, brother. And then they stump him, and they're like, oh, well, technically it's out. Like, that's in the rule book. And then when they get interviewed about it, oh, no, that's just, like, in the rules. I saw a clip online of just, like, England's like England's complaining about this shit, but look at all the shit that England's done. In a one-day test against New Zealand, the bowler bowls the ball, the batter hits it, they go for a quick single, and the English bowler just, like, fucking basically shoulder charges the Kiwi batter, knocks him onto the ground, Another English fielder picks the ball up, throws it at the stumps, and they run him out. Mm. And the English bowler's like, I was going for the ball. He crossed my path. We got in the way. And then they had the decision. Like, you could pretty much just be like, look, this is a monumental fuck-up. We did take the guy out, and then we ran him out. Probably not a great way to get a wicket. So you can overturn your appeal in instances like that. And they went, nah, fuck it. He's out, dude. Yeah. They're fucking they're, they're, sh- they're slimy, slimy people, dude. The English. They're a slimy, disgusting people. Yeah. And I don't like them. And they you know what? They're f- and I'm glad that their entire nation is going to shit, dude. They're the kind because of Because they suck. And and England England have a long, long, long history of being offended or being like not liking something that's going on, getting cut at something that's happened while completely ignoring their entire 
history of atrocities. Dude, the the biggest atrocities in modern history. They're still angry at the Americans when Americans were just like, actually, fuck all this noise. Like, yeah, this country's better, and we'll just make something better than what we had back home. Yeah, and they well and truly succeeded. They nailed it, bro. England can fucking suck America's dick, dude. dude. If you could go, if you could live in one place, America or England, it's not even a competition. Not even a fucking competition. Land of dude. the free, home of the brave, dude. Yeah, and then you cop the. Well, at least our schools. On a shooting gallery. <laughs> Shut up, cunt. Who fucking cares, yeah. dude? Maybe and it should be. And everyone Maybe knows. it fucking should be. Everyone Get knows. some of those fucking jeans out of the fucking jean pool, cunt, because you cunts are atrocious. And everyone knows, dude, <laughs> that in some states in America, abortions are illegal, so you got to wait until they're in school, and then a shooter takes them out, and it's called natural selection, dude. It is what it is, dude. Philosophy, ever heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me that you didn't go to school with a few people that couldn't have taken an M sixteen bullet, and the world would be a better place. For sure, dude. We For all went to school sure. with kids with fucking rat tails that had a fucking kid at eighteen, and they're from generations of fucking welfare checks. Yeah, maybe if a couple of your kids got fucking shot in schools, you wouldn't be fucking crying over some technically out fucking wickets in the ashes. And the thing is, dude. You invented the game, you made the rules, and now you're complaining about the rules that you made, you exactly, fucking bro. Don't, stupid cunt. Don't quote the spirit of the game. Do not, don't try and hold a seance and try and manifest the fucking spirit of the game to fucking cover up from the fact that you fucking lack discipline, your head's not in the fucking game, mate, and maybe, you know what, dude, maybe you don't have the fucking hard edge that the Aussies have that needs, that you need to win the fucking Ashes, mate, because I tell you what, how many Australians you see just fucking wandering out of their crease? <laughs> When the ball's still live in the wicketkeeper's hands. We haven't even laid eyes on the ball yet, cunt, and you're wandering out of your fucking crease. The arrogance. Yeah. The fucking arrogance. What an absolute piss take. Fuck the English. It's fucking 2-0, cunt. Suck me off. 2-0. Heading for 3-0. It might be a fucking clean sweep. I hope we fucking wash them, dude. I I hope... This year is the year of the fucking series clean sweeps. Dude, bring those ashes home, boys. We'll have a quick break and we'll be right back. Bruh. Bruh. See that new app that Mark Zuckerberg started? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I have. Called it Threads? Threads. Dude, it's literally Twitter. It's Instagram's version of Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, dude, Twitter sucks. And Threads is pretty shit, dude, to be honest, dude. Yeah, I've completely... Twitter was... I wanted to, like, get rid of my social medias. So I started with Twitter, like, just getting rid of it. And it was pretty fucking easy to let go, I'll tell you that. I don't have Twitter anymore. I haven't looked, I even thought about Twitter in months now. I have it, but I just never use it. I think yeah, I've made, gay. I think I've made like one tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Now, nah, Twitter's fucking gay, so no surprise. Uh, Threads is pretty fucking gay as well. It's just comments, dude. Like, it's just yeah. like you can start, it's like a Facebook status. Facebook status. That the whole world can see. Yeah. And then people can just have a discussion about 
whatever your status could be. Yeah. And of course, the most mentally ill, chronically online people flock there and think that that is the world. And it's fucking crazy, dude. And then once you get off it, you're just like, oh, yeah, the world's full of regular people. And the thing is, whenever a new social media app comes, people flock to it to, like, try get big on a new platform. Yeah. Which is what we should do, but we should try and go onto the far right platforms. We should go onto the we should go onto the far right platforms like what's it called? Fucking Rumble or something? Yeah, I've heard we should go on like we should go on Rumble, dude. And it's like, you know what's wrong with this country? <laughs> this country's gone to shit stuffed. Rumble that's like a uh like a loose unit YouTube, isn't it? Pretty much, man. I think it's just like all the cunts who want to say what they want and not get banned. Um and also, you know, probably be kind of racist, I would assume. Well, um, I'll go there. I saw Theo Vaughn had an episode of his podcast get pulled down from YouTube for supposed misinformation. And he was like, that's fucked. And like posted on Twitter, like, hey, this is, this is crazy. Like, this is a comedy podcast and I'm having a chat with a guest and YouTube just removes it. Yeah. So Elon tweeted at Theo and goes, upload it on Twitter. He's like, we support comedy. So then Theo did it. And he has, like, it has over 6 million views in a few days. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, which is... I didn't even know Twitter was, like, a platform you could do that kind of stuff. Well, Elon said that he wants to, like, make it, uh, like, free speech. And you can put, like, he's now making it so you can put, like, up to, I think, 45 minute or an hour of content on there. Oh, it's, like, more long form. So you can start releasing, like, comedy specials and shit. He wants it to, like, turn into that. Fuck yeah, dude. Twitter might not be gay at one point. It might come back. It might come back. Or it, it might just reinvent itself and just like take away like the screaming lunatic and just support, yeah, yeah, support yeah, yeah. the arts. Or just don't take away the screaming lunatic. Just let every screaming lunatic be able to say what they want to say. I think that's what most people are fucking like uh, sort of going for. Is that like certain screaming lunatics were just banned completely because the stuff they were screaming fucking lunatically about was fucking not the right type of stuff. And then all the other screaming lunatics were just allowed to stay because they were screaming about the right stuff. Yeah. It's every screaming lunatic should be able to fucking say whatever they want. And then it's up to everyone else to go, hey, that person's a fucking screaming lunatic. Yeah. And don't listen to them or listen to them. Who fucking cares, dude? Yeah. Everyone should be able to hear everything and then make a judgment call. You should be able to say whatever it is the fuck that you want and everyone else should be able to say, hey, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, that guy's a fucking You're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to say whatever you want so that everyone else can be like, dude, you're a fucking retard. <laughs> Bro, so I went, on, I went on TikTok Live during the week, not like myself personally. Yeah. But I was just having a look at it because one of my friends... You're sussing. Friend of the pod, uh, Zeke, who's been on before, was just like, they've got a really easy platform to access live videos. And he's like, just go on there one time and just have a look at it. So I was like, all right, let's go and have a quick little gander. Yeah. And the funny thing is about like Gen Z is they all think that they're somebody... And there's like there was like some guy like, um, his whole thing was like, prove to me that I'm not famous, 
and I'll put these Mentos in a Coke bottle. And he's just sitting in his car and he's just trying to do like a whole fucking Andrew Tate type thing. Hilarious. And he's just like, people are like, you're not famous. And like people are joining the live and he's like, you're not famous. You're a fucking nobody. And he's just like, prove to me I'm not famous. Prove to me I'm not. You're here right now. You're talking to me, bitch. Prove to me I'm not famous. Blah, Which blah, blah. is a hilarious thing to do. Which is very funny to be like, prove to me that I'm not famous. And then people are like, you're not. I don't know who you are. And then just be like, well, you're talking to me right now. You fucking, you yeah. guys are all watching me, dude. <laughs> He's a, he was a fucking, he was a weird cunt. I was like, just He's mental just an annoying derangement. Cunt. Yeah. So then I was just like, what else is there? So I'm just scrolling and you say all this different stuff. Mm. So I was just like, maybe I should just uh, have some cheeky banter with some of these guys. And uh, there was one chick, dude, that had like, I reckon half an inch thick eyebrows that just were on her face and she was doing a makeup tutorial. Yeah, too much. And she's just like, these are the brands that I'm using, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> I just go, hey, shave that mustache. <laughs> 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 and she's just like What are you talking about Bradley And she's like Brings the phone Like up to her face And she's like I don't have a moustache Like what the fuck Boom I'm out On to the next one <laughs> And there's like these, There's like Fucking skinny Slim little Fucking Eshe rat cunt And I'm just like Yo Slim Drop some bars dude Like just He looks like a little Fucking He had dyed blonde hair Looking like a fucking Young Eminem Ripping on that cunt Found some cunt With like you know how like there's that hairstyle that young kid like young fellas have now where it's just like a lot of hair at the front that kind of slopes down and they, they kind of like messy it up like a bird's yeah. nest. He had something like that, but like a ski ramp. So I was just ripping on his haircut about having a ski ramp, ripping on some other kind about his fucking his lack of moustache. He had like a little pencil thin moustache that like didn't meet in the middle. Oh no, dude. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck, after a few beers, just fucking going on there and ripping on cunts. I was like, this is hilarious. You're like a French servant. But I thought maybe like instead of going live and just being like all these other losers, it's like, hey guys, make sure you give me a follow. Follow me guys. Blah, blah, blah. What if we just go live and we just in, let people come on and we just roast them? Yeah, fair enough. And it's just like, we'll roast you, dude. Yep. Come on and we'll just say the meanest things to people. and uh, we'll, just sit, we'll just set the camera up and we'll just have a couple beers. And we'll just fucking let the prey come to us, dude. Yeah, dude. Let the fucking prey come to us, dude. And they're going to take pot shots at us and it's all good. We probably deserve it. Oh, absolutely. We, we deserve it, dude. But, but we can give it. Yeah. And the thing is, no one in this world hates me more than I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, nothing dude, you can say about me, dude, is going to be something I haven't already thought about, cut. <laughs> there's nothing you could say to me that I haven't already said to myself in the mirror, dude. Yeah, a there's thousand nothing. times. Yeah. There's nothing, dude. That's why it won't affect us, dude, because I've already said it. I already know it. It's all I think about. So let us know if you guys think that this is a good idea, that we cast the net into the internet ocean and see what stragglers we can catch in there and then just fucking roast and pizzle them. But... Because we're in a fucking jolly mood and because we like to get down with the boys, because we've had great news from our mates over at VB, we're doing a second beer breakdown, cunt.
And this is the Attention Seeker from Slow Lane Brewing. This is a double dry hopped Heffenweizen. Now, do I know what any of that means aside from the double dry hop? Absolutely no, dude, but it's a 6.5% Bevoir. It's going to put some lead in your pants on. You want to make sure that you have someone to write to with this. Mm. I also believe that this could be a collaboration brew. Um, at our from their mates over at Seekers Brewing Co. So it's, it's a mix. Yeah, so it's like a it's a German style beer that has New World hopping techniques put into it. And look, I don't know how this is going to go. I've had Slow Lane Brewing before. I had what was called a Dark Haze, yeah. and let me tell you this, Coftry, not good, bro. Was it shit? It was not good, but. When I was buying these at uh, at the local, the Prince of Merriweather, shout out to those guys. Mm. One of the boys was fapping off hard about this. And yeah. he was like, mate, he goes, I reckon it's the best beer I've had all year. And I go, all oh, year? All oh, year, dude. And I go, that's And those cunts are drinking a lot of beer. They're fucking going through them. I was like, mate, that's a big, bold claim. And he's like, mate, just fucking trust me and let me know what you think. So let's see how it goes. Cheers, cunt. Cheers, mate. Ugh. That's got a weird aftertaste. What do you think of that? I can't. I like that a lot. You like it? I like that a lot. I'm going to have to do a second sip. I reckon I'm going to try and put it in this glass. I reckon it feels like I've just drank fucking a bit of battery acid. Really, dude? You know when you lick a battery and you get that weird like fuzzy feeling on yeah. your tongue? And I think it's just because I'm like, maybe I got a bit of disappointment because this guy was fapping off thinking it's the best beer that he's had all year. I, I, I don't mind it, actually. Don't mind actually, it. Mate. I, I like it. Look, yeah. I'll drink it. Now that I've opened it, I will drink it. But, mate, I saw... um, Dude, how good is it going to be when this podcast is obviously, like, one of the biggest in the world? And, and cunts just and send us beers? Cunts just send us beers, and they want to be on the Sunday service beer breakdown. It'll happen. And then... We just drink beers and shit like that happens where you're just like, yo, this tastes like fucking battery acid. <laughs> and, and like nine out of ten beers, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's all right, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so funny because like your palate is just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> like, yeah, I obviously love IPA, so I tend to lean heavily towards anything IPA or hazy. And I'll tell you this right now, slow lane brewing You've had two strikes, brother. Fucking, you got one more. There is one more that I'm willing to give you guys because I'm a just man of the Lord, bro. You are. And I will not judge them because only the man upstairs can judge them, but secretly I'm going to judge them. That's his job. That's his job. But as for now, slow lane, you have two strikes, bro. And look, if someone at slow lane can tell me what's your best beer, I will go and buy it and I will try it. But for right now, dude, the double dry hopped Heffenweizen, garbage. And the fucking dark haze is garbage. Now, boys, I'm not saying that you can't brew, but so far the proof is in the pudding that your boy over here isn't really getting down. I don't really like the cut of your jib, so to speak. Mate. You can play a game of football and still lose. You can play a game of football. You can play a game of football and still lose, mate. And you can brew a beer and it can still be fucking shit. So, anyway, they're (laughs) not done. They're not done. 
But fuck, they're on the watch list, dude. They got one more. They got one they more. They got one more chance, dude. The bases are loaded. They need to just hit a fucking homer and then all the boys are home. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to DM them. DM them. On Instagram and I'm going to say, guys, I've had a lot of beers in my time and I've been pointed your way. And the two recommendations that I've had have not been good. These is the style of beers that I like. What do you got for me, bro? And if it's no good, dude, if the one, if the beer that they recommend is no good, then we'll just fucking blast them. They can't. They can't be. No matter what they produce in the future, not interested, dude. Maybe we should have like a naughty list. Oh like a yeah, beers naughty list. A naughty list. And we go like these brewing things have had enough chances. These cunts are shit. We'll have a naughty and a nice list. Naughty and a nice list. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll release it around Christmas. Who's been naughty and who's been nice? And and people, so people know what beers to get their family members that they don't have a close enough relationship with to foster any type of interpersonal relationship where you would know what people actually want. Or that one family member that you can only hang out with when you are drinking because you're like, otherwise this cunt's just so annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Um, dude, did you see that the, uh, they found traces of cocaine in the White House? Yeah. We didn't talk that much about why Zuck has done this. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So right. before we Let, get into yeah. that, okay, let's go back to Zuck quickly. This is definitely this is definitely a move to fuel the rivalry between him and Elon. Absolutely, it is. There's look whether you want to admit it or not, Elon and Mark Zuckerberg are two of the smartest human beings on the planet. And, and if you're going to be one of those fucking little cuck soy boys who's like, hey, these billionaires are fucking dumb. You're a fucking dumbass. Shut up. Right? These are two of the smartest people on the fucking planet that have been sucked into social media alpha bro culture. So you better believe that everything that they are now doing is to promote a fucking MMA fight at the Coliseum. And the thing is, mate, like, we've all watched the rise of guys like Conor McGregor, mm. Colby Covington, that do the route of talking shit and then going in and, and hitting him. But, you know, it probably takes more of a – it probably lessens the brand of either of these guys if they just start attacking each other verbally. So they get, like, nerd revenge. And he's like, what am I going to do as my nerd revenge? I'm going to rip off your app and just try and make it, like, quote-unquote better than what your app is. Mm -hmm. And that's how <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you. And the thing is, dude, one fucking million people signed up to this app in 1.5 hours. Yeah. The fastest the fastest uh, app, like, to reach a million in history. Fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. So he killed it. Like in terms of the initial thing that he wanted to do, he wanted to get as many eyes on it and as many signups and as many members as quick as possible and then just have everyone go, yo, did you just make Twitter? Yeah. And then go, him go, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. This is threads. And then Musk is going to go, that's fucking Twitter. And then fucking he's going to be like, yeah, well, what are you going to fucking do about it, cunt? Yeah. Meet <laughs> me in the Coliseum, Meet bro. me in the fucking Coliseum. What are you going to do? Shirts and socks off on the road, cunt. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is as well, like Elon's actually come out and said that there is a real possibility that the fight could happen at the Coliseum. What does he mean when he says that though? I think that, you know, like if there wasn't a possibility, he'd say that there wasn't. But yeah. obviously 
there's a pretty real possibility. So that it he's might just going to throw SpaceX money at an ancient wonder of the world until it's fit for a UFC event. What we said last week, dude, they need to do the refurb. They do need to do a rebrand of it. Bro, imagine just once a year, just the biggest fight of the year happens in the Coliseum. Yeah, bro. And then imagine that fucking, how that cunt who fucking etched his name in the fucking stone's going to feel when he's doing five <laughs> years in the slammer. And then they turn on the prison TV that's behind that fucking, fucking glass case or some shit. And it's fucking, they've just fully redone up the whole fucking Coliseum and shit and they're fucking punching people are punching each other's lights out in the middle of a fucking Vegas style Coliseum UFC event and he's just like all I did was write my fucking name on it yeah these guys have gone and fucking referred the whole thing and I can't have Vanessa written in one brick dude oh I can't I can't make a dedicated love note to my missus who's definitely gonna break up with me if I have to go to prison for five years I can't write Vanessa on a fucking brick of a girl that I love who has by far already cheated on me and has dick For pics in her sure, DMs. Oh, dude. The funny thing is, bruh. Yeah. Imagine what this would do for Italian tourism. If they refurb it and then you get fucking like this billionaire battle in there, mm -hmm. they'd have to go. If you're Italian, you'd be like, we got to go all out and we got to have like fucking. Just like a lion tamer, like just have fucking light, like have the octagon in the center, and at one point just have fucking a few lions and tigers just marauding around. Yep, yep. Like real old Roman type shit, dude. Like just like people in fucking getting fed grapes by chicks with their tits out who are like painted gold. Yeah, dude. And then like I don't know, does does Italy have a prime minister or a president? I'm not too worldly with that, but he's like now the new emperor. So yeah. he gets to sit up in, like, the elite box and he's, like, dressed up in a nice robe and shit. And then, like, say fucking, say Zuck's got Elon in a headlock and, like, he's tapping. He can just, like, stick his thumb up or down and if he wants Elon dead, he just goes, fucking kill the cunt, bro. And then he fucking pops his neck and just... Boots. They should do... You know what they should do? They should do the winner gets to take the other person's companies. That'd be hectic. Wouldn't that be sick? Wouldn't that be sick as fuck? You want to up the stakes? Yeah. Dude? You want to up the stakes? Let's go, dude. Hey, put Facebook on the line. Yeah. Put put fucking SpaceX on the line, dude. Yeah, dude. Put Tesla on the line, dude. Oh. Well, whose shit is worth more? Elon is Elon worth more. Elon, for sure, yeah. Elon's fucking killing it, dude. Yeah. Because what has Zuck got? Just fucking Facebook and Meta. Instagram, Instagram obviously. Um, threads, dude. Threads. Threads, obviously. Yeah, threads is going to take off, thread dude. dogs. Um. And probably a whole bunch of fucking vaccine shit because he's a billionaire. So yeah. Zuckerberg's definitely probably already been like vaccinating small children in fucking Mali. I feel like I trust Zuck. I mean, I trust Elon more than I trust Zuck. Dude, way more. Way more. If 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 I'm picking sides in this, I'm definitely on I'm definitely team Elon, dude. Mm -hmm. Zuckerberg, that fucking weird lizard fuck. Fuck that cunt. I'm hoping fucking I'm hoping that. Elon fucking twist the cunt's fucking head off. Bro, that beer's fucking horrible, cunt. I don't think I can finish it. Really? You're not a fan of this beer? Nah, dude. I like it better than the first one. Do ya? Fuck, yeah. there you go. Um, We have such different palates. Yeah, we do. When it comes to beer. But then when it's food, it's the same. Oh, yeah. Can't go past a good snitty, bro. You need to try a joint in Newcastle called Mr. Snitzel as well. Yeah, I've been told by a couple people to try that now. 
But you know where I tried actually last night? What? Dude, and it fucking rips, dude. Nui Burger. Oh, you, you, I've had Nui Burger. I had a Nui Burger last night, dude. It's got like the um, anchor and shit. Yep. Yep, black. Yeah, yeah, I've dude, tried that. Dude, it, it was unreal. Anyone in the Newcastle area, I'm sure I'm fucking flogging a dead horse at the moment because I only just fucking got here. But if you haven't had fucking Nui Burger, go and fucking have one, man. But I had I had a I had a beer called the a burger called the Stockton. Ooh, yeah. What was on it? It was a southern fried chicken. Yes. Uh, slaw, two pieces of American cheese, and then like a nice sauce. Yeah, decent. And dude, and it was fucking unreal. Let's go, baby. So good, dude. And the fucking chips were great. And then I just had a simple. Regular Coca-Cola with it, dude. And it was a beautiful meal. Because I couldn't have too much because I was going to go do stand-up. Ah, uh, yeah. Can't eat too much before so stand-up. So I was like, I was like, look, just get me a burger, regular chips and a Coke. And I fucking, I had that. And, mate, it was fucking. I tell you what. <sighs> I tell you what goes hard is Anjahitos. Yeah? The Mexican joint. We'll go on a little, uh, we'll go on a dinner date there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so back to the cocaine that's found in the White House. Obviously, a lot of finger pointing's going on. Rightfully so. At who it could possibly be. Oh, who could possibly have had cocaine in the house? I don't know. Maybe someone with a dodgy laptop. Yeah, maybe someone with a dodgy laptop. Oh, I don't know. Maybe someone who works a high-profile job attached to a lot of power and a lot of sexually charged energy. So, everyone in the fucking White House... And dude, so, hey, sorry, everyone in almost any government building in the fucking world yeah, can't? Dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Let's try and let's stop pretending that cocaine involved with public servants is th- some outlandish idea. Yeah. Okay? All you cunts are fucking on it. All you cunts are fucking lying. All you cunts are fucking cheating, and all you cunts are fucking smuggling kids from island to island, dude. I think fucking a little bit of coke, a little bit of the fucking devil's dandruff is the least of anyone's problems. Yeah, dude. Who cares, dude? It's your son. Move on. Move on. And look, a lot of people are saying it is Hunter Biden. Yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball. Go for it. Who do we not personally know, but know of, that conducts a little bit of gross misconduct in government buildings? It was fucking Brittany Higgins, dude. Oh. <laughs> Brittany Higgins Higo. has gone to the White Bro. House and she's getting on the bags, dude. Higo strikes again, dude. Hey, what's she going to fucking lie about this time, Brad? Yeah. What's she going to lie about this time, dude? Yeah, fucking hell. What did she think it was? Fucking. How many Democrat staffers did she fucking get cracked out by in someone's office over there? Yeah, dude. Fucking that sneaky dog. That Brittany sneaky Higgins. fucking dog. That mutt-lipped dog. It checks out, though, that that is definitely a Britney Higo thing to do, mate. So. Absolutely. Look, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Hey, and for sure. And uh, and I'm not even trying to say that like anyone who does cocaine in any type of government building should be like let go. In my mind, it's just like, yeah, it's just that's what they do, dude. That that's the whole thing. The thing is, like, when you're young, you think that it's like really bad. Oh my god, I can't believe people do this. But then, as you get older, you realize there is far less people in this world that don't do drugs as opposed to people that do drugs. And like we said last week, man, anyone who's working a full time job. 
these cunts are going out there and they're trying to fucking deal with the fact that you have to have a full-time job. And these are like, regardless of how you feel about politicians and all of that type of shit, I know that I get fucking amped up about it. But at the end of the day, you do have to acknowledge that they have a very demanding, high-stress job. Yeah. So they're going to want to blow some fucking... Cocaína. Yeah, dude. You know they're going to release the pressure valve every now and then, dude. And they're not, and because they're all fucking these high stakes fucking people, weed is frowned upon, so they're not going to be out blazing. No. They're going to be doing narcotics. And tell me you don't think that they, that person wouldn't feel like, sorry, tell me you don't think Brittany Higgins wouldn't have felt like a baller doing some bags in the White House. Absolutely. She would have felt amazing, dude. She had fucking Lisa Wilkinson on fucking speed dial being like, have I got a couple fucking stories for you? Why do you think they call it the White House? Because there's white people in there and cocaine is white, dude. Exactly. It's all over the place. It's supposed to fucking blend in. It's in the fucking walls. It's insulation there, dude. It's they just got all the They got dude. all the bricks from these international drug busts and they put it in the walls and it serves as insulation and it, as a in case of emergency, you're having a stressful day, you got to get some bills passed, you fucking break the wall open, dude, mm. rip out a fresh brick of Colombian Bam Bam, crack it off, pump it up your sniffer and you get the fucking job done, dude. Exactly. Simple. And you click your fingers, and the Secret Service come in, and they fucking with a f- they, and they patch the wall up. Yeah. And they and then they fucking repaint over it real quick, and then you just fucking go on with your day, dude. And that is just another fucking day in politics, dude. And if you don't know that, you might be a dumb dog. Yeah. If you didn't know that already, you're a dumbass. You're actually a dumbass if you didn't know that, because I think that's pretty fucking general knowledge nowadays, Brad. Dude, I think like, look. You learn a few things at school, mate. A, obviously, the ABCs, the one, two, threes. And eventually, when you get to a little bit of a higher level of education, you realise that Brittany Higgins does cocaine in the White House. Yes. And it's not a hard equation to figure out. You put two and two together. Politics, scandals, drugs in a fucking government building. And the most powerful government building in the world. It's not a game of Cluedo. We all know who did it. Yeah, have you kind of seen House of Cards? That's real, dude. Yeah. That's Ke- real, except instead of Kevin Spacey pushing journalists in front of fucking trains to quill a story, it's Brittany Higgins going in there, doing blow, right? Some cunt out there is probably thinking, how sick was it? I got some pussy off this fucking Aussie broad and in a few months' time. His life is about to be turned upside down, dude. Upside down and inside out. And that's what doing cocaine in the White House is all about. Yep. All to distract you from how much money the government has lost to Ukraine. And how they accidentally gave them $4 billion too much. Hmm, doesn't sound like lo- money laundering to me. Dude, sometimes you transfer your mate a bit of money and you accidentally add an additional seven digits. And that can happen. It's happened, yeah. to, it's happened to all of us. We've all been there when we went to give our mate... A hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, and we've transferred him a thousand. That's right. Do you remember at the club? Remember at the club when I said, hey, man, what's your, is your account still the same? And you are like, yeah. And I pay ID'd you $6 billion. I remember that. Remember yeah. that? And, and, I, and then you were like, oh, fuck, that's in, my, that's in the other account. It's going to be overdraft. Yeah. So, so all that $6 million was just gone and we just lost it. We just misplaced it. Yeah. That's going to happen, guys. $6, million, $6 billion is going to be misplaced and unaccounted for sometimes. You just got to accept that. 
And we just have, have to accept it. We're gonna have a quick break and we'll be right back. That crisp. Get that in here. I punted slow lane and I'm back to the suit up black ooh, IPA. Oh yeah. baby. Mate, as an AFL fan. Yes. A massive AFL fan, I might add. Yeah. You saw something during the week that you thought was a little bit funny, mate. What happened? Yeah, mate. Throughout the week, some of you might have seen, some of you might not have seen, but there was a um There was a Google Doc that has surfaced on the internet that has been carefully and meticulously crafted and curated to feature 45 past and present players' nudes. So there are there, and it was like named. Each doc had like ev like all of their photos, dude. So this is like a long, long operation to get some of the nation's hottest boys. Yeah. Pictures of their dicks. Dude, and is it just dick or is it them fully naked? What's well, the deal? Well, here's the thing. I got the, I got the news article up so I can read that. Um, Who, like, is, who's, who's in there? Like, is, are we talking Buddy Franklin? They haven't named the players yet in the media. Um, but it's basically, it ranges from, yeah, it ranges from... Uh, Screenshots of chats, uh, screenshots, Snapchat images, all the way down to explicit videos. Damn. So sometimes, some yeah. So there are fucking some sexual things going on there, like you know, dudes. Se- se- you know, you, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, dude. Just like hot boys sending fucking sick Snapchats of them, of them fucking coming with the sound on. Yeah, dude. Shit like that. We've all done it, bro. We've all sent chicks a video of ourselves coming with the sound on. That's so fucking fun. Like, who has that saved in their camera reels, though? Or do you think that this is, like, someone has started a fucking... They reckon this is a targeted, like, hack job. Must so, maybe the NRL. Yep. So, and it could also have, um, there's, uh, uh, I guess, theories of it have people have been, like, sending these in, like, chicks who get fucking... Get get fucking tuned by AFL players, get dick pics and all that type of stuff, and then they send it to like an online thing, and then it all just sort of gets compiled. Like internet people, you'd be amazed at fucking internet people and how they operate. I don't understand it. I could never do it, but these people fucking know how to get around on the interwebs. Oh, there's the, some there's some interweb swindlers out there. Oh yeah, but the funniest thing for me is that not a single player, past or present, that has been featured. Is going to be pursuing any type of action. They've said that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so they yeah, contacted dude. the 45 dudes and they're <laughs> yeah, like, dude. bro, we've got pictures just- of your dick. And they're like, ah, it is what it is. I think a lot of them have just been like, I'm, an, I'm a young, hot dude in gripping Nick. Hey, who cares, dude? Yeah. Who fucking cares, cunt? And yeah, some of them would have be married and have kids and would have to come out and be like, oh, this is a breach of my privacy. But at the end of the day, dude... It's no secret that footy boys love themselves. Yeah. 
Most so athletes of, do. So some of these guys might be like, yeah, dude, just dropping a fucking shirtless pic of my abs and my fucking dick out was literally just how I got pussy for years. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, I know, dude. I've been sending pictures of my dick to chicks since I was like 18 years old. As soon as I got the fucking club polo on, at, at on draft night, yeah. I went into the bathroom and I took a fuck my pants down. And I took a picture of my dick out with my fucking club polo on. You dude. got the club, and pants. I snapchatted it to like fifty chicks, dude. Yeah, dude. And within that week, dude, I got a whole bunch of congratulations for getting drafted, pussy. Yeah, dude. There's just like the photo is literally them completely starkers, but in their new team cap. He's just like yeah. <laughs> in like a training top. Buddy Franklin with just a Hawks hat on on draft day, just hog hanging out. Yeah, dude, I think that that's so fucking funny, man. Just like that, all of them were just like, "Yeah, who cares, cunt?" Because the Google Doc was up; it's now been taken down. The police are investigating. Yada 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 yada. It's just funny that a whole bunch of because this is like the first generation of footy players that have to go through like real hardcore social media age. Yeah. Like, if you're a footy player in the 90s, dude, you just had pussy on tap, but no one was fucking recording it. No one was recording you striking out sometimes, which is what happened. No one's recording you getting your dick out at the bar and it working. Yeah. All right? That Because it just didn't happen. But now these players, they get their fucking Snapchat hacked. They get fucking bitches who thought they were going to get a fucking high-earning fit football playing boyfriend slash husband and wouldn't have to work for a day in their lives and then realize that he was just trying to get some pussy. Some pussy. All right, so we've got some scorned sluts out there, dude. It is what it is, dude. It is what it is. There's like, just play on, really. I think it's just, it's just fucking play on, man. It shouldn't have even fucking made the news. No, it shouldn't have made the news. Mean, oh, oh, footy boys have their dicks out? All right, what else is happening? But And, and the thing is, like, you touched on it there briefly of, like, this is a new age where... Everyone has a camera in their pocket. Yeah. You can be traced everywhere you go, all that kind of stuff. Can you imagine being like at the peak of your powers in like the 80s or the 90s where none of that existed? Yeah. Because you've heard, like I've heard stories of football players that I won't name of like on grand final night and shit. You know, some chick's got like a bourbon and coke. And he just walks up and he's like, let me stir that for you. Grabs the drink, whips his hog out, dips it in there, stirs it round, and then, like, gives her the drink. She skulls it, then just tops him off at the bar. Yep. And everyone's like, like, I just want a prem, dude. Yeah. what? That's what greatness is. That's <laughs> That's why you strive for greatness. Because you get to stir people's... Bourbon and Coke with your dick, and then they suck you off afterwards. That's why you get out of bed in the morning, dude. That's that's why you do extra running sessions. Dude. That's why you do extra fucking ball handling sessions. Yeah, That's man. why you fucking hit the sauna. That's why you hit the ice baths, dude. That's why when it's fucking cold the next morning after a game, you don't give a fuck. You get up and you go to the ocean and you start getting your recovery in, dude. Because you know one day you might be able to lift up that fucking cup in all its glory and then in the after party stir a slut's bourbon with your fucking dick and get it sucked off. And that's what, if we're going to be honest, dude. What? That's what the Lord wanted. 
the Lord's like, hey, let me make some hot boys that are tall, fit, mm. athletic, muscular, good looking, incredibly talented, can duke it out for an entire season. Mm. Win the greatest glory of them all by holding up that cup in front of the 80,000 screaming fans. And then at the end, when you're partying with the boys and you're in that special little section where only fucking hot women and the players get yeah. to be. Where you get to have a guy that gets to determine whether or not a girl gets in based or not whether or not she's hot enough. Yeah, dude. You have a hot enough guy. And that guy is doing his due diligence. Due diligence. It's like, bruh. You're a fucking eight, and we appreciate you in normal society. This guy's going into more detail than the fucking ATO. Yeah, dude. He's going through it with a fine-tooth comb, and he's saying, mate, we need nines and above. Yeah. And we are not saying that we don't appreciate you as an eight. And we In regular society, an eight is a fantastic ability to have. Oh. But we're looking for some Victoria's Secret type bitches up in here. We need a fucking nine. 9.5 9.5 on 10s, and that's the Richter scale that this fucking right. club is moving and, and shaking at, and you're just not fucking yeah. moving and shaking enough, babe. <laughs> and, of course, and, of course, we respect your ability to make judgment calls on whether or not we've got some 8.8s can fit the vibe enough and get in. Oh, 8.8 in the right 8. lighting. 8.8 in the right lighting, dude, with the right amount of fucking... They might have a bit of bants, might have a juice bit Juice in your system. Yeah. They might fucking just be able to weasel their way in. Like, it's like, you know when you get a job you're wildly unqualified for? Every job I've ever had, yeah. It's like that, dude. Yeah. It's like, look, yeah. Well, those are the chicks that have to let people stir their bourbon and coke with their dicks. Yeah, it's like the resume is not full. She was an eight. The resume is not full, but you're passing the vibe check. Yeah. We like that you're a go-getter. You're a go-getter. You have a good attitude. And there are people that applied for this job that had a better resume, had better experience. But I'll tell you what, their fucking attitude stinks. They're fucking and you have a fucking good attitude, all right? So there's a fucking six foot four, 110 kilo cut of marble bloke over there who's looking to stunk his bourbon. fucking cock into some bird's drinks and get it fucking slopped off. He's trying to stir your bourbon, babe. Babe. Get a bourbon and get it fucking stirred. (laughs) (laughs) Not shaken. Stirred. Bourbon. Oh, dude. Not shaken and fucking stirred by some big bloke's cook. That's uh, That's that's the way it's going to be, little darling. (laughs) Oh, mate, that is so fucking funny that, that, you know what? (laughs) The bouncer's like, we had someone hotter. But she didn't have the right toot, so we're like, yeah. lose the toot she and had a fucking of, split. Exactly. She had a resting bitch face, and we don't want to tolerate that here. Even if you're hot as fuck, you can't be in here thinking you're better than everybody else. This is a good time. This is a good... We're celebrating greatness in here. Yeah. We're celebrating greatness in here, dude, and you can't come in here and make it about yourself because really hot chicks will do that. Oh, yeah. They have a fucking... Na- hey, let's be honest. Even chicks who are fucking disgusting have a knack of... Making everything about themselves, dude. Well. So you got fucking hot chicks in there that have bad attitudes. Get them out of here, dude. We want fucking go-getters, dude. We want people who... Because chicks... Some chicks are cool as fuck. And you should be able to have the ability to be like, Hey, look, you're not quite a nine. But I can tell right now, you're going to be a fucking fun time. Yeah. You're going to be cool as hell, actually, in there. 
So get in there. So it's one of these blokes might fucking marry you. It's play on. One of these blokes might fucking marry you. Play on. And uh, look, we said something off air, but I think that the disciples need to hear this. So last night I had a very interesting thing happen. Your boy was doing a little bit of crowd work. There was a guy called Jeff. I was uh, having a chat to Jeff. He was in the front row and he was he was there with a genuine Newcastle eight. Yeah, he was there with a fucking Newy eight. Newy eight. And the Newy eight had look, boys, Taylor, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I I have a very tried and tested theory. And it is not something that's unique to Newcastle or Australia. It's worldwide. And what happens, boys? Is that every hot chick needs a guard dog best friend? Yeah, it's generally one that has a face that looks like it's been smacked by a shovel, and she's got the stinky attitude. Yes, and she feels like she needs. She's to, the bouncer. Yeah, she feels like she needs to dictate who and uh, who cannot talk to her friend. <laughs> yeah. So I'm having Who a, can and cannot get inside her friend's pussy. Yeah, that's exactly it. She's the fucking Punani bouncer, dude. She's letting you know that only one person's coming in to club the gin, and it most likely is not you. So I'm crowd working, Jeff. I'm like, is this your girl? And he's like, oh, kind of. And I was just like, oh, okay. So what's going on here? Like, you just come up, like, you just out on a date? And he's like, oh, I actually came up from Sydney to spend the night with her. So I dap him up. I go, my man. And I go, hey, Jeff's up here to see the sights, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck the Hunter River. Jeff wants to swim in something else. <clears throat> Crowd goes wild. They're loving it. Yeah, it was Hot good, bird. dude. It was a fucking funny, funny line. Hot birds loving it. Guard dog best friend. Absolutely, positively not loving it at all. So at the end of the night, chilling there, watched everyone throb as we've been through. And everyone's leaving. And I noticed that Jeff leaves by himself. And I was like, that's a bit fucking weird. Mm. Jeff's out. So her, f- the, so the hot girl, the Newcastle 8, comes up with the guard dog best friend. And uh, she says to me, hey, I've got a bone to pick with you. And I was like, all right. And she goes, why did you only ask what his name was? And why didn't you ask what my mm. name was? And in, in, sorry, just to cut you off. In that moment, did or did... Your brain not go, here we fucking go. Nah, because she said it with playful bands. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It wasn't like a stinky attitude type thing. It right. was like a... Because those words on paper look terrible. Oh, yeah. They look like terrible. Like if some if a woman comes up to you after a comedy show and goes, I've got a bone to pick with you. How come you talk to guys and not to girls? Straight away, you're thinking, fucking here, here we go. We go, can't. I'm going to end up on a fucking blog somewhere. So, yeah, she's like playfully saying that to me. And I realized within a split second of what's happened of like Jeff's been told to bounce. And you can probably bet that somewhere in the break, she was like, hey, man, like you pretty much just told a room full of 100 people that me and you are fucking later. And I'm here to tell you, dude. That was a waste of a train ticket, you coming up from Sydney, because you're not swimming in this river, babe. Mm. And kicked him out. So Emma comes up and she goes, oh, like, why don't you want to know my name, playfully? And I go, of course I want to know what your name is. What is it? She's like, my name's Emma. She's like, I just want to let you know you were my favourite comedian tonight. I think mm. I thought you were hilarious. Um, 
So I said, thank you. She gave me a hug and then have no intention of talking to Emma too much. Guard dog steps in and she goes, you can't talk to her anymore. And then just like pushes her friend out of the club. And I was like, I've got a girlfriend. I had no intention of talking to her any more than a thank you mm. for coming out. And I'm glad that you enjoyed my set and that I made you laugh. That means the world to yeah. me. Please, please don't mistake that. I'm still a comedian with no audience and I'm trying to be as nice to as many people who think I'm as good as possible so that I can potentially grow an audience and this person will come and see me in future years when they see my name on a poster. Not trying to fuck every single person who comes up and tells me I had a fucking good set, bitch. Because the funny thing was, off. Before that, three dudes came up to me and said like the exact same thing. And some guy comes up and he's just like, bro, you made my face hurt because you made me laugh so much. And I was like, thanks, dude. Like, appreciate that. I'm not trying to fuck these dudes. No. I'm just trying to be a nice guy. So exactly that. They're just like, fuck, I remember that cunt's name. And I might even fucking search him and fucking follow along and just jump on the ship, dude. Yeah. Jump on Noah's Ark. And Get just on, be like, dude. I'm fucking on, let's go, let's fucking go to the promised land. But it made me think, Taylor, that yeah. that is something that is specifically unique to the female demographic of like, if you see your mate chatting to some fucking four with a face that looks like a drop pie, we want our mate to hook up with the ugly chick so we can be like, bro, what the fuck were you doing hooking up with her cut? Like, we want you to make that mistake. In fact, we're encouraging you to make that mistake so we can rip on you for making that mistake. Yes. Because we know that we probably would too if we're in that position. Because <laughs> pussy is pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's like, we men don't have any idea of what that world is too. Because we don't like... We would never see a girl tr like trying to me chat up one of our friends and then go over there and be like you're not talking to him anymore and then push our friend away yeah we don't ever fucking do that shit it never crosses and your i brain understand that. that like the whole idea of like hooking up and sex is very different for men and women i understand that i fucking get that but maybe that's probably why we're fucking way cooler dude because we're never stopping our boys from getting that, getting <laughs> pussy, dude. We're never stopping our boys from getting down their dicks wet. Never. No. It's a crime. You can get exiled from the fucking group yeah, for we're doing not, that shit. We're not trying to block cock. We're trying to guide it, dude. Yeah. It's fucking unreal, dude. It's unreal to have, even just then, like, have your friend come up and, like, give props to someone who's chasing their fucking dreams. You know, you're at a local level thing. This person's trying to make something of themselves. You enjoyed it. You're going to go tell them that you enjoyed it. You fucking have like nice friendly banter with them, dude. And then your, and then your fucking ratchet friend pushes you in the back away from this person you're talking to. Yeah. How do they, how do these people not just be like, hey, you and I aren't friends anymore? Well, I guess they do. I mean, girls fucking break up friends oh. all the fucking time, dude. Drop I think the, the average relate, the average time frame the lifespan of like a girl's friendship is like 18 months yeah you ever see two hot chicks become best friends and then mortal enemies within the space of seven months yes dude i, I don't think i've ever seen two chicks become friends outside of going to school together oh that's lasted for that's yeah. lasted more than 18 months like if you aren't friends with the people you went to school with as a woman you're fucked yeah almost almost 
There is the odd occasion. There is the rarity. Of course, there, there is. is and not know, a, the, not the odd anomaly shit. will happen. Yes. It will happen. It will happen. But if we're looking at the broader statistics, as statistic analytics that we are, analysts that we are. Yeah. You almost got it. Yeah, you got that. I fucking I fumbled You got there. <laughs> statistical analysts. Statistical analysts. Um, but mate, we've had we've only had one caller in this week, but it was a good one. So I'm going to play it for you because I think this is the kind of morale that we need on this podcast. Okay. So let's get into this. I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. G'day, fellas. Just uh, ringing in, just again, want to say thanks again for your inspiration about this Hot Boy 2023. I've uh, decided that after listening to your latest podcast, number 56, and you said you've let yourselves go, that I don't want to be like that guy. So today I went for a run, and it inspired me to train for a half marathon. So I'm going to train for a half marathon, and the marathon I've chosen is in Newcastle. Hey, It's in ooh. April next year. So if you hot boys want to get on board, I'm going to be running if you want to support me a jersey, I can rep that jersey with my sticker on top. But I'm going to go smash this half marathon. I've never ran further than 6Ks in my life. But I'm going to give it a red hot crack. And it's thanks to you, fellas. So keep up the good work. Keep inspiring. Keep driving the people because I'm fucking excited. I'm more excited than Big Kev. And I, all I can say is that I hope that my knees will carry me through because I'm ready Mentally, I'm ready. It's just this bod, but we're going to give it a red-hot crack, boys, and it's all thanks to you. So if you want to jump on board, let us know. Otherwise, if you're going to shout me a couple of afterwards, I'll be thirsty. Cheers, <laughs> fellas. Take it easy. Definitely can shout some skewies. Dude, that's fucking unreal. I like that a lot. Dude, positive I like, vibes. Pos- I like people doing athletic feats in our name. Oh, man, that's... I like that a lot, dude. Now, I'm thinking about a jersey here, I think would be like... Because we're getting retro cotton jerseys, No, nah, we right? need like a proper runner's jersey. We yeah. can't have a running in can't there. Run in a, can't run in a fucking nah, heavy nah, cotton nah. jersey. This is going to be a... 21Ks. I reckon what we do... This is going to be a special one. Is we hit up our boys at Sports Click yep. in Newcastle here. And I reckon we get like a, like a running singlet that's nice and airy and breathable. That has has the logo on the front, mm-hmm. number of choice on the back, obviously, mm-hmm. and we say that you know you can't run in a, in a heavy cotton jersey. That's just we're not we're not cruel bastards. No, that's silly. But if we give it a fucking a one of a kind, one and done, one and done, unless unless it's a hit and we can sell them. <laughs> no, I was going to say unless there's uh, unless there's other Newcastle listeners that want to participate in that run, should we do it? Should we run? The I half don't know, dude. I was like, fuck, that's some commitment, bro. If we we would have to make it such a thing, dude. I would only do it if it if content wise we got a fucking lot out of it. Yeah, dude. Like, because 
Look, my I have mates like my some of my best mates, dude. They run marathons down in like Canberra and on the coast and shit like that. But just but they're all the mates that all still play like fucking first grade footy and shit. Yeah, so running fucking you know, what's a ma- what's a marathon in K wise? Um, I think it's twenty six miles. So isn't it like fifty two Ks? Yeah, well, I, or maybe forty two. Forty, yeah, forty something. Because I think like a, I think a half marathon's twenty one K. I'll look it up right now. Look it up. Still, dude, twenty-one k's is so far to run. That's a pretty incredible effort. And uh, the listener's been sending me daily running, how how far they've ran each day. Uh yeah, twenty-one k's is a half marathon. Yeah. So, so yeah, a which full is, marathon would be forty-two. Yeah, thirteen point one miles. And yeah, so a full marathon is twenty-six point two miles, which is forty-two miles, forty-two kilometers. Sorry. Great so, city. So you think about that, 21Ks. I mean, fuck, you could, we could do that. We probably could. We could do it. it Look, would, it's in April. It's in April. That's fucking ages away. That's nine months, dude. That's not... If you can't run 21Ks after training for nine months, dude, you should fucking kill yourself. Yeah, dude, I probably will. I probably will, <laughs> actually. I'll probably kill myself uh, after getting like a month or two into the training and just being like, actually, you know what it would... If I don't have to run the marathon if I'm dead. Yeah, dude. So I might just fucking how do you reckon it, end your, it right here. How do you reckon your lungs would hold up after, you know, the frequent Hong Kongs that you've been... Yeah, it'll be... It def, it'll definitely be a challenge. Like, I think if we if I was going to commit to this, I would have to significantly reduce my fucking marijuana intake. Yeah. Especially, and maybe, especially through bong form. Yeah. Like, I might be able to eat it. Oh, uh, yeah, cheeky edibles. Oh, I'd have to get, get into the eddies. But, yeah, I think if I'm just – if I'm punching the quantity of cones that I'm punching currently while trying to run a half marathon, I don't think it's going to be a fucking a good mix, dude. So are you saying on the podcast right now that you're committed to running this? Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, dude. I think we're going to have to tick a lot of other boxes and get a lot of more uh, – get – a few more things put in place before I go, yeah, I'll run this half marathon. It's the fear of the unknown of doing it. I'm also just bad at running. Like my, it's, it's brain more than, I mean, of course it's fucking body. Of course it's body, Bradley. But it's, I think it's brain more than body once my body's in shape. Because, dude, having to just run and not doing anything is fucking impossible, dude. Let me ask you this. Would you prefer to do... A half marathon or a half triathlon? Ooh. Because I get around the bike ride. I could do some running, but I'd suck at swimming. I am not a great... Like, I can swim, obviously. I'm a fucking true blue ridgy ditch Aussie boy, bro. Yeah. But, like, those fucking ocean swims are different. Ocean swims are different. Like, obviously, it's a little bit easier because it's salt water, so you're a bit more buoyant, but you're against the elements. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck, that would be bad too because, like, I would be more keen for a triathlon with the swimming removed. Yeah. Like, can we can we replace swimming with something? Like, what can you replace swimming with that is, like, a distance thing? Fuck. Schooners. <laughs> How about this dude A run A ride And then a pub crawl At the end Where you've got to like You've got to ha- You've got to hit a mark Of skewies And Yeah 
and certain pubs. I would be keen to probably do something like that. Look, in terms of the half marathon, Newy next year, I'll say this. It's a watch this space. I'm at a maybe at the moment. At the moment, I'm at a strong maybe. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at a really strong maybe. I'll tell you what I'm 100% yes for. What? Shouting the schooners after she does it. Yeah, def- I, I'm down I'll to tell be you this. Down, down there watching. Like, we'll hit a checkpoint. We'll drive around to another checkpoint to give some fucking morale. Fucking cheerleader. Cheerleader. I'd like to do a bit of cheering. I'd like to shower someone in schooners after they have completed an athletic feat on my behalf. Yeah. But I don't want them to do it by themselves. No, of course not, dude. I'd feel horrible if they, if like, if they were just in the trenches mm-hmm. by themselves. I would like to get as many disciples as we can. All right, so we'll put this out there. We'll put this out there. Here it is. If you're a disciple and you're listening, you're a fan of running. We will offer twelve spots. Twelve spots, plus possibly two. Mm-hmm. And we'll get we'll give you we'll give you a running running singlets. You can wear the shorts of your of your choice because obviously you're getting into chafe territory with running and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. interfere with the thighs. Bro. We have a we have a we have, we're gonna sort out and see if we can get a sponsorship deal with skins, <laughs> <laughs> or at least BSC dude, are they or whatever. Still the fuck even they are? fucking business anymore? Yeah, dude. dude When's the around. last time you saw someone wearing skins at the gym? I've seen some come. <laughs> On leg day, rocking the skin. But I mean, like, when you go and watch, like, sport, you know when you go and, like, you watch footy and they all have, like, the compression stuff Well, it's all there. body it's science all, compression. It's uh, all compression. that and Under Armour. Yeah. It's all those two. I haven't seen a footy player, especially in the AFL, I haven't seen a footy player wearing skins in fucking years. Yeah. Um, all right. I kind of like the idea of, because this one is already fucking pretty intense, Right, but I might. I'm. I'll be more willing to start getting into like athletic challenges at a lower level than half marathon. You talking like D grade Oztag? I'm talking like <laughs> the the disciples ringing in and tell and challenging us to certain athletic feats, and then we try and do them. But 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 cunts start at lower than half a marathon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that that's you. What you have just done, Taylor Coftry, is open a complete and utter wormhole. And I'm going to go out and say this: What I'm not competing in eating challenges. I'm not eating anything fucking gross. No, I don't want to do eating challenges because, like, there is like podcasters now that are doing boxing matches. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I have heard about that. Yeah, I have heard about that. And look, not for us. Not for us. We love us, not fighters. Good man of the Lord wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, I've had a bit of fucking training. And if you come if with I had a bit of fucking training, dude, look, and I had a fucking bit of Mr. Miyagi situation and some old dude taught me how to fight. Look, if we get Rocky Balboa's trainer out here and we chase some chickens around, dude. Yeah, okay. And we fucking go to a local butcher and we just start fucking tenderizing some meat with some yeah. fucking one-twos. But I'm happy. A couple of left-right good nights. Yeah, dude. But I'm happy for people to challenge us to certain things and then we decide whether or not we want to do that. Maybe we can put that on the YouTube. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to, dude, because, oh, dude, how, how's this? How's this for a bit of history for you? The people who are listening to this episode right now are listening to the last audio only yeah. episode of the Sunday service. We're going to start filming. You guys are listening. This is a piece of history right now. So we told our, we told our producer in the winds mm. that he goes to me, I ran into him during the week, and he goes, hey, when are you keen to kick off? And I go, 
July 15th, we'll film the first one. And he goes, I can do that. And then he goes, it's also my birthday that day. And I go, well, we're not doing it on your birthday. Yeah. I'm not making you work on your birthday. No. Because that's the kind of guys we are to. No, that's his Around birth- here. That's his birthday. In this, in this business, in this company, mm. we have fucking respect for our employees, dude. Yeah, dude. You and, and I, you, you and you and I, are going to be the last good guys in this business. The last good guys. The last good guys. Um, so yeah, guys, this will be filmed. It will be filmed. But the thing is, guys, as well, a lot of lads, a lot of lads reach out and they talk to me every week. And boys, I'm going to tell you this: there's still some spots left on the team, bruh. Yeah, there's heaps of spots left. There's. Well, I don't know if there's heaps. How much? Let me let me jump into. Can you read through the team? I'll read through the team got? right now, and I'll go on a first name basis. Actually, no. Nah, I'll. All right. So no, g- give them who. Give them who it is. Okay, fullback. Obviously, we've got the number one disciple, the homeboy that's been that's listened to every episode, been there from day dot. He's listened to us when we we're figuring it out when we had Stockton slap. Mm. He's been there for, for since day one. We've got Cam Hill at the back. Dude, I've just had an idea. The man, yeah, go. How funny would it be if, like, you know, on State of Origin, yeah, where that's just like, they just like film themselves and it's just like Cameron, like, he'd be like Cameron Hill and then like the crosses his arm. Crossing, crossing and their then arms. he just says he's junior club. Junior footy club, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we need to do that. I like that a lot, yeah. Okay, we've got a vacant wing spot. And then in one centre, we've got Chase Nelson. Ooh, the boy. The boy. Chase the boy. And, dude, Chase has said that he's picked up extra work in America right now to try make make it out here in December. Dude. So we need to fill these spots on behalf of Chase so he gets prime time, newy weather, it's sunny, it's warm, the schooners are cold, the VBs are flowing, he's getting to get down the beach, he's getting his rig out. That's what we need. Do it for if you don't do it for us, do it for Chase. Do it for Chase. Uh, the other center spot, number four, is also vacant. The other wing spot is also vacant. All right, so there's three boys. Think of why you could be in that spot and come correct. In one half position, either five eight or half back, and we'll have to have a chat to this young man, Jared Mullen. We need to decide where he wants because he's obviously he might even be creeping into captain territory because like I when he talks, I'm gonna think listen. So yeah, I think if uh yeah like a certified hot boy who's played for the Newcastle Knights and New South Wales State of Origin team, I think we when he when he says jump, we say how high even though it's our team. Yeah, so I th- like this might be that's like, a pretty good get, dude. I'd say let's this comes taking up a fucking significant portion of our salary cap. It might be a captain coach situation. It might be yeah. a captain coach situation. <laughs> I might be the runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so obviously that could be six or seven, and then we've got a prop spot that's vacant. That we've got the hooker spot with the infamous Brian, the notorious Brian, the notorious Brian, the pest, who we don't know. <laughs> we. Brian could be a, a chat GPT robot for all we know. Cause could that's honestly we, be a Russian hacker. It could be a Russian hacker. We don't even know if Brian's local or if Brian knows. We don't know if Brian knows that he's on the team because we haven't heard from old mate Brian yet. No, we haven't. We haven't got another call from Brian, so not sure what's happening with him, but he is on the team. And uh, at number 10, we've got Joel Pierce, The boy. Big angry big boy. bloke up top. 
Now, this is where it starts to get a little bit juicy. We've got uh, Dallas Stone in the front row as well. From the To The Point podcast. Great podcast. Go and give it a listen. And he's a... He's a jiu-jitsu boy who we've have, have we've covered. He's a jiu-jitsu boy which we've covered as well. Yep. So good to have him on the team. Good jits. Team morale booster. Josh Bluey Nelson. Ooh. Every man worth their salt needs their morale boosted from time to time. Of course. And you know that you know that Josh Bluey Nelson is gonna is gonna stick his hand up there. He's gonna do that too. And go and listen to a fucking Daily Blue Weekly, man. The new podcast with him and fucking Gabo, dude. It's a Fucking great podcast, man. Get around it. Hilarious. Gabo. Why don't we get Gabo on the wing? We have to get Gabo on the wing, dude. I think so. Yeah. The young Quick, man, young nifty. whippersnapper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'd have- Young man, two years young, younger than me. <laughs> and he'd definitely have some dick pics circulating out there as well. I would say that he is fucking... Uh, He's paying dollar not, five not, odds not, to have dick pics out there. Not a stranger to the unsolicited, unsolicited dick pic via Snapchat. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then we've got uh, hot boy Tom Bruce playing at the lock position, number 13. Get into it. Love Brucey. And, uh, and then we've got, we've got our boy Joseph the uh, coming off the bench. The super sub. Super sub. But that leaves 15, 16, 17th, and then the 18th man all available. So to recap, you've got two wing spots, now possibly one wing spot. We'll have to... Look, our people will reach out to Gabe's people and see if we can get that contract on the line. And uh, so you've got a so you've got a center spot. You've got a prop at number eight, and then we've got fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and uh, possibly another half. It's like a five eight. We've got the five eight open. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, we'll have a chat to Marlon and just say, brother, which one do you want? Yeah. You can take whatever spot you need. So reach out, boys, because look, if we don't have 18, we can't have a team. You don't want to let these other lads down. No, you don't. You know, that we feel a little bit, I'm starting, we're starting to creep into the Red Cliff Dolphins territory of like people looking around like, who are these guys going to sign? Yeah. We've got a few marquee signings and we need to fill out this team. Yeah. Come good, come hard. Come with morale. But once the ball starts rolling, once people get to literally see our fucking faces... You know, they get to see what we're fucking about, dude. They get to see the production quality of this fucking podcast, dude. They're going to want to be on this team. So these are these are the early bird signings, dude. But once it fucking, once it, hey, once, it's, once it rains, it pours. Once we go hard to market. Once we fucking get hard to market, dude. Once the fucking trade window opens, it's on. It's on. All right. So as we do every week, mate, we need to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. But there's one more thing that we need to cover off, dude. Yeah. The Sunday Roast One of the great podcast segments, maybe of all time, if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, it's of course The Sunday Roast where we shine the light on a very special shit cunt that we've come across. And the good thing about shit cunts, Taylor, they're everywhere, mate. Yeah, mate, they're fucking, there's plenty of them. There's plenty to choose from. And uh, this shit cunt is called Jacqueline Aders, who is a woman from Arizona who sent a man 159,000 text messages. 159,000? Yeah. 
and breaks into his home after a single date. Now, this is her here. Oh, right. Okay. So basically what's happened, mate, is there's like, I think it's like a millionaire dating app. Right. Oh, okay. It's like one of those fucking... Yeah, uh, like exclusive dating apps. Yeah, so it's a very kind of exclusive dating app that you can that you can go on, and you know the uh, the men on here are typically it's a very exclusive dating app where you have to be a millionaire to be a male that signs up. Yeah, and then I think you can like females can be invited into this. It's called uh, it's called Luxie. So I've heard of that. Yeah. So Luxie. Yeah. I think you have to have two hundred k as like your base income. So we got to send fucking bank statements to get on this fucking dating app. I've got no idea, but and then other people are voted in based off their attractiveness. When you say other people, you mean chicks. women. Yeah. You mean chicks. Yeah. Because so yeah, because dudes literally couldn't give a fucking fuck how much money women make. Yeah. So this chick had sent, but I'll let me. Tell you some of the fucking text messages that she'd sent to him. I'd love to get a look at the guy too. So would I, but I think he's. I think he's been. Um, he's been harassed enough, dude. He doesn't need his face plastered all over fucking news. dot com. dot au. <laughs> so they've they've blacked out some of the messages here. Yeah, but it says I'd wear your fascia and top of your skull and your hands and feet. And you'd be watching me in a taxidermy suit and say, and then it's blocked out the message, so I don't know what it is. And, dude, like, these these messages are coming in, like, 8.57, 8.57, 8.57. So she's just fucking rapid-firing these messages. Yeah, yeah, And she yeah. goes, laugh out loud, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. Which, hey, that's overkill. She goes, I'd make sushi out of your kidneys and chopsticks out of your hand bones. Another blacked-out message. Laugh out loud, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. Obviously, he hasn't responded after three minutes. So she goes, blah, 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 money, 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 money. And she's sending him all of these fucking absolutely crazy text messages. So he is like, this chick's fucking bonkers, man. She then breaks into his house, dude. And like, is there like taking a bath when he gets home? And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And... Calls like the cops. Another one of her messages said, um, Oh, what I would do with your blood. I would like to bathe in it. And then fucking this dude comes home. This chick's just fucking in his house, dude. So like he called the cops and was like, Yeah, like this bitch is actually being fucking crazy. You need to get her the fuck out of here. She'd text him up to like 500 times a day. Dude, the second time I catch you in my house, you I'm laying hands on you. Dude, this is the like... The second time this crazy bitch is in my fucking house, this is now a break and entering, you're an intruder trying to fucking kill me, and I'm fucking... You're catching them. So the cops... Yeah, dude. So the You're co- catching them, dude. The cops go like... In hey, the bath, dude. I'm fucking drowning you, probably. The cops are like, hey, what are you doing in here? And her excuse was, I guess I made the whole scenario up in my head where I live here. So I came over and I pretended that that's what was happening. And so she's now, like, gone to court for, like, obviously, like, stalking and being a fucking creep. Being a fucking psycho, dude. And the good people of Arizona 
have uh, – so she said they're going to say that you're not guilty and on top of that we demand that you two get married. So, like, she was like, when we're going to court, the jury's going to find that I'm not crazy and that we actually have to get married. Right, so we're dealing with like a full-blown mentally ill person. Proper This is someone Ill. who's mentally ill. This is someone who's mentally ill, but is able to coast through with pretty privilege. Yeah, dude. And hey, dude, way more common than you would fucking like to believe, dude, where chicks who are just hot enough are out of their fucking minds. Dude, dude, if you're hot, you can get away with being off your fucking gourd. For a lot longer than someone who's ugly and out of their fucking mind, dude. Those people get fucking <laughs> pulled up by a fucking white van on the street and pulled in. And you never fucking see him again, Never dude. see him again. Never, never see hear him from again. Him again. And I tell you what Jackie needs, bro. She needs a guard dog best friend that can just step in and go... <laughs> which translates to you being a crazy bitch. She needs a barker. Tone it down. Yeah, she needs... She needs she needs a shovel head guard dog best friend that can just say, hey, dude, enough's a fucking enough. Yeah, and not actually say it just when she starts doing it. They actually just start barking. <laughs> <laughs> they just start going, row, 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 row. And then she goes, oh, shit, fuck, was I doing it again? And they're like, yeah, dude. And you go, all right, fuck. Maybe, sorry, sorry, sorry that I was talking about making a necklace out of your bones in your foot. Yeah. Sorry I was talking about that. Sorry I joked about making... Sushi out of your kidneys Because here's the thing bro Only women can get away with doing this Can you imagine if Definitely the roles do. are reversed And there's some Billionaire woman Or sorry Some chick that's making 200k a year And Some dude goes on one date with her Sends her 159,000 text messages Breaks into her home And when she gets home He's having a bath in her ensuite. Yeah. That cunt would be lynched on the street. Dude, from that a light cunt, pole. that's life in prison. Yeah. That's life in prison without a trial. And no one's going to be you like, you don't oh. even get a trial. They just go, hey, look, we're just going to lock you in this room actually right here. And that's it, dude. Yeah. And the dude, you sent 158,999 more texts than you should have. Yeah, dude. <laughs> And the funniest thing about all of this, and I know that every dude listening to this would just be like, why didn't you block the fucking number? Yeah. If someone's blowing your phone up, you go, I'm not dealing with the crazy, and you just block the number, dude. Yeah. He liked it. He liked it a little bit until it got too much. Until it got too much. Until it got too much. Until he gets home. Until, until the second time that she had committed a felony and was just in his fucking house. And it's like, how bad is your home security if you're earning 200k a year and some lunatic bitch can break into your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking great point, dude. Aren't you this fucking high roller that gets to go on this exclusive dating app? Yeah, like, wouldn't you have... How the fuck is just some chick getting into your house twice? It's nuts, dude. It's fucking crazy, dude. But what a fucking psycho, dude. Like, dude, some people are just crazy. Without doubt, man. Some people are just fucking crazy. Like, have you ever dealt with a chick who was, like, actually crazy and, like, too much? You would have, surely. I think everyone has. Everyone. Ev any dude who's ever able to get pussy at a reasonable level. 
not even fucking any like Zac Efron or anything like that, that like if you can just get laid, you most likely have dealt with a chick who is just out of her fucking mind, dude. I've had a chick turn up at my house. Yeah. Without without fucking asking and shit, dude. I once I once tried to break it off with a chick, not even break up with her. Like we weren't even fucking dating. I just could see that this chick was out of her fucking mind, dude. And in my room, she started hysterically crying and scratching her fucking wrist so much that she started bleeding. That's fucked. Yeah, dude. And I had to take it back and fuck her. And then <laughs> and then break up with her, obviously, the next time I saw her. I've had I've seen videos online of Chicks like just having full on like menti bees. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just like screaming so the neighbors like could hear. It. She's like, "Stop hitting me! Stop!" Like and just headbutting walls and just yeah. like this chick. Like it was on Instagram the other day. She was just like running around, like jumping into walls. And yeah, bro, like doing the marky mark, doing the marky mark in fucking fear, just fucking, just fucking hitting themselves, them. putting them, giving themselves bruises and shit. Yeah, it was fucked. Girls marky mark way more than you would think. But, like, also on the other side of the coin, there would be way more creepy fucking dudes out there. Without a doubt. Without it, yeah. Without a fucking doubt, dude. Anything that we're saying about chicks right now where is nowhere near taking away from the fact that, like, dudes overwhelmingly outnumber women in terms of just being out of their fucking minds, cunt. And creepy and creepy like and is, disgusting and abusive and violent. And they're stronger as well, typically. Stronger, like, probably better at kicking a footy, actually, if we're talking about it. If we're talking about it. Probably can throw a ball fire. But definitely more crazy. Yeah, you'd have you'd have way more dudes that are just fucking absolute lunatics. Oh yeah, crazy of course, shit. dude. I've never. We're been probably a- mates with some guys, for and sure we don't even know for sure the level of crazy that they are. Like, if we if we ever had a confidential chat with like their ex girlfriend, they'd just be like, "This is what this cunt used to actually get up to, and this is no lie at all." Yeah, and you'd be like, "Fucking hell, cunt!" Don't know if I can look at them the same way. I'm not going for schooners with him this afternoon. Definitely not going for schooners with him, dude. <laughs> Definitely not. But that's fucking nuts, dude. Like, here's the thing. After the first, let's say, 50,000 texts that go unanswered, surely you have to go, maybe I'm being a little nuts. Mate, have you ever have you ever tried to tune someone that was maybe out of your league and you were a little bit of a desperado? And as a young man, for sure. Yeah, like maybe she took like you're a shucking few- and jiving. You don't know which fucking hat to put on because you're trying to impress this bird that's way out of the league of the chicks that you usually pull. Yeah, and you know, then you're fucking you're fucking Jim Carrey in the mask, dude. You just fucking. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, oh, yep, you know, I fucking definitely overplayed my hand and tried to outthink the room on that one. No yeah. wonder she was not fucking liking the cut of my jib. No, she didn't like it. She didn't like that I seemingly changed my profession three times in the course of talking to her. (laughs) (laughs) In conclusion, bitches are crazy. Dudes are probably crazier. Did they root? I don't know. I would suggest they must. He must have had to have laid it down, dude. It's very rare that even though chicks are fucking crazy, it's very rare that chicks are crazy like that for a dude that they haven't slept with. Yeah. Because I, he might have absolutely fucking dicked her down, dude. She probably like, just... That might have been the dick of her life. Well, the thing is... Because girls get dick crazy, you know that. It, yeah, and but if you're on a luxury app where, a guy, where you're fucking tuning a millionaire, 
that you're putting all your chips on the table trying to get that millionaire. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, you do have to be a lot more reserved with how much crazy you show because these are like high stakes. You got to let the crazy creep in gradually, but like your puss got to be fire. I think the puss would. We can. I think we can. It's. I think that it's safe for all of us to assume that while being out of our mind, the pussy is probably fire. So, in conclusion, gentlemen, we will say this: tarp up, don't have premarital sex because that's not what the Lord wants, dude. Yeah, that's not what the Lord wants at all. And look after yourself. Make sure you're dodging the crazies, dude. Get with a nice, suitable young lady who's respectable. And uh, keep preaching the good word of the Lord. If you are listening, as we say every week, the best way f- as an audio podcast, before we start fucking spamming you with reels, dude, for this to grow, is you need to fucking, if you're listening to it on Spotify or Apple, just hit that little share button, baby, and put it in your fucking Instagram, dude. Yeah, because on, let's man. do share some it. Let's do some bas- basic maths, guys. And I'm a dumb dog, not good at maths, but I'll tell you this. This is what we call street math, right? If you listen to us, chances are you're a sick cunt, right? 95% of you got to be fucking sick cunts. Got to be. Minimum. And what does sick cunts do? They hang out with other sick cunts. So in your friendship group and in your wider group of people that follow you on social media, I'm going to say that you've probably got... 63.25% 63.25% of mutual sick cunts that might not know that we are actually fucking sick cunts, dude. So if you do the math, we're sick cunts, you're a sick cunt, you've got a sick cunt friend. If you share sick cunts through your sick cunt profile to other sick cunts, then the sick cunt movement just grows and grows, dude. The good word of the Lord gets out there. We get more disciples, and we keep the ball rolling. Yeah, dude, and then the Lord does the rest. The Lord will do the rest. He will shine his light on you, bruh. And that's all we need, dude. Sometimes we just need a little bit of light, bruh. We do. Taylor Coftry on Instagram, at Taylor Coftry. I'm Bradley Bishop with an underscore at the end on Instagram. Get around your boys. Don't forget to smoke weed every day and chill to the next episode. And if we have anyone out there that has the email to Aftermath Entertainment, please, on behalf of us, reach out to the good doctor himself and let him know that we want to use his music too and he can be a sick cunt like fucking VB and let us use it and let's keep the good times rolling. Yeah, automatic Guernsey for anyone that gets us the rights to any music. (laughs) (laughs) Much love, boys. Look after yourselves. Bye.